When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Raising the level of the show IQ. You talk to guys like Mitch Sherman and this next guy who is kind of the, uh, he's the alpha, the numero uno. Not a Puerto Rican, but a speaking so that you know. <laughs> Understand he's got the gift to speak from 24-7 sports. I didn't realize how closely connected you and our next guest are, another former Mustang and Michael Bruns. Bruncey, good morning. How are you? Not bad. Yeah, Ravi, Ravi and I have hung out in uh, Stockton, California before. Oh, yeah. That's how tied in we are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stockton? You oh, guys are yeah. Stockton, guys? Oh, yeah. We're Bruncey, how? Yeah. Bruncey, what are you doing in Stockton? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Trying, trying to not get my car stolen, but um. That's what everybody's trying to do in Stockton, my guy. <laughs> you, you and the Diaz brothers, like what's going on in Stockton with Nate trying and Nick to, Diaz? Trying to, trying to keep my, uh, my car out of the canals there. That's what I was doing. I, uh, no, Ravi's, uh, Ravi's brother and I are uh, longtime friends. So I've, I've known Ravi since he was like 12, but back before he was powerlifting. So that's uh, that's how long I've known him. Hey, so who's a tougher hang, scrawny Ravi or buffed Ravi? <laughs> I, I would probably have to say uh, scrawny Ravi used to be pretty good at baseball, from what I remember. I was, yeah, I was all right. I was okay. Really, sweet yeah. swinging? He, uh, pitcher. He could get. Pitcher, yeah. He could get around the diamond a little bit. So yeah, I'd, I'd say probably scrawny Ravi was the tougher hang. <laughs> Tough. So he is the guy that last show we did together said, "DB, I just got to be honest, man. Uh, kids, they're a tough hang." <laughs> and like, I think it was trending on Twitter because even parents were like, "Oh my God, he's I not think wrong. He's right. He's not wrong." <laughs> yeah. So, I, I am in full agreement there, by the way. <laughs> As he's probably fresh off a daycare drop-off. So, hey, so, <coughs> we, got, we had too much fun. Brunson, let me ask you. So, did you get the sense, like, in the last four days, Nebraska basketball's fan bases went from, hey, how many do we have to win in the Big Ten tournament to get an NCA bid to losing to Michigan State and forgetting that they still have to go to Iowa City. <laughs> like, which one was tougher to kind of grasp? I've seen both extremes in the last 48 hours. Yeah, well, the it, it was tough. I mean, that was a, uh, you're feeling great in that first half. Everything's trending the right way. You're up a couple touchdowns on Michigan State, and then, you know, they, they just come out and make everything. And I think, I don't know, I mean, I, I, the, the Nebraska basketball fans that I talked to, and maybe it's because they're the self-loathing variety, weren't really talking NCAA tournament much, but more, you know, what, what do we got to do to get to the NIT? That, that was the more reasonable expectation. I, 
Iowa's a tough team to kind of wrap your arms around for me because they've just been so all over the place this season. You've got Fran doing stare downs with refs uncomfortably. <laughs> You've got, you know, the what was it, thirteen points in a minute or something like that to come back and 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 you know the way they played against Nebraska and Lincoln earlier this season. It's like, okay, what is this team? But it's going to be a tough out there, and you know Nebraska's got to got to win some games here, and uh, we'll see if they can do it. But yeah, the 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 air's out of the balloon a little bit. Um, but you know, I I think this team is still dialed in and, and focused and and ready to fight. So we'll see if they can take that to Iowa City. Crazy thing, I was pulling up to to PBA yesterday. I was looking to park. You know, I'm over by those three consecutive garages. You know, on that furthest. Uh, mm-hmm. West End, and I see Casey, his mom, and his dad, who stuck out like a sore thumb. And I'm not kidding you, Bruncey. It was like the Pied Piper, a string of like 30-some-odd <laughs> kids just following the family as they're shopping. <laughs> I'm like, have When's the last time you remember seeing a guy captivate a fan base the way that Tomonaga has in the last month? Yeah, uh, Johnny Trueblood had his run for about a week. Oh, good call. That's sneaky good. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a little bit on a different level. I I don't know. I mean, it's it's been an interesting year for KC because you had, you know, back in the summer, it was kind of like, okay, is he going to come back? You know, I, some people were like, yeah, you know, maybe Nebraska would be better off if he just, you know, went pro and, you know, stayed home. And, you know, now it, it's like uh, it's like a low-rent low, low rent version of the Beatles right now, as popular <laughs> as he is. So, I, I don't I, – I, I, it's been an – he's just – he's a fun player. I mean, he plays with emotion. Um, he just kind of gets right up to that line of, of maybe getting a technical foul sometimes with, with uh, the way he celebrates. You guys know how quick Big Ten refs can be on the whistle sometimes with that stuff. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just been kind of a fun ride, and I think it's kind of been, you know, fueled by him. I mean, it, it's great fun when he makes like a 35-foot three-pointer and, and maybe not so much when he takes one out of rhythm and, and barely hits the rim. So that's kind of been – the way it's gone for him this season and I, I don't know I mean with, with this season being a lot of people probably thought this season was completely left for dead when they had the injuries and, and cases kind of uh, brought everybody back to it. Brunts what's your level of concern I guess for this offseason and into next year for Nebraska basketball where some of the key contributors going to do necessarily yet but you know Derek Walker and, and Sam Griesel moving on what's your level of concern that nebraska may backslide from their progress that they've made this year oh they're gonna have to be busy i mean that that that's gonna be there's no question there i mean you're losing you know a big that's pretty rare and that you can facilitate your offense through him um you know he really is a tough matchup i think for a lot of big 10 bigs with his quickness and Kind of is just his craftiness um, with the way he finishes, and so you got to replace that. You got to replace, you know, a, a point guard that's, uh, you know, kind of unflappable, a little bit unique physically, um, and you know, you, you've got to find some scoring punch somewhere too. Because I mean, I, I would consider it, 
quite a big upset if Kese is on Nebraska's roster next year, just because I think you know the opportunities are going to be huge for him uh, to, to move on and play professionally. So, um, yeah, I mean they're going to have to go into the portal. Um, you know, I, I do think that this version of Nebraska's staff is a little bit better at, at maybe kind of constructing a roster with chemistry in mind and, and kind of making those pieces fit together a little bit better um, than, than maybe what they had been before. So that, that gives me a little bit of confidence that, you know, maybe you can build on things a little bit. But, I mean, that, that's kind of just the tough um, reality, I guess, of, of life in the, in the port, port, portal era if you can't, you know, build around a couple of guys that really is kind of a reset every year. So that's going to be a challenge for Fred and the staff. So, but Bruncey, is this one different for you in terms of, uh, it's a terrible term, it's not plug and play, but you're not shopping as long at Super Target this time around if you're Coach Hoiberg, Coach Lesnar, and that staff, are you? Um. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's you, – you've got some young pieces, I think, that you can feel okay about next year in, their, in that rotation. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, what Lawrence has done is, you know, I think he's he's gotten better as the season's gone along. Um, you know, I, I think what also gives me a little bit of confidence, too, that the staff can kind of continue the, the direction that they're on is I think that they've, you know, kind of – had to alter things a little bit stylistically mm-hmm. um, on offense, and I think that that's that was needed. Um, I, I think the fact that you know they got a ton of buy-in on, on defense. I don't know, you know, how much of that was tied to the fact that you had you know veterans like Greasel and, and, and Walker and Bandamel and those guys that had kind of been through it to, to set that tone. But I mean, that that's much more of a a cultural focus, I guess, that, that they've been able to, to, to get on the floor this year. So, you know, I, I, I do think that helps. Um, but, you know, I, I do think, though, that you're going to have to find, um, you know, s- some help at some really key spots next year uh, to, to keep it going. Bruns, long-term, as you kind of look at, I mean, I think we all assume at this point Fred Hoiberg's back and, and the staff will be back, at least mostly, what in your mind is long-term realistic success for Fred Hoiberg at Nebraska? Because the way that his his tenure has started, he's going to be in a historical minority for sure if this thing ends up being successful. But if he is, what does that look like? <laughs> It, you mean in terms of like what? What? How do you define success? Or? Yeah, I guess like if you if let's say Fred Hoiberg's still here you, seven years is it from because now, he gets a different benchmark a a lot more than not or like if if he has the exact same run that Tim Miles had over the next like seven years, are we happy with Fred Hoiberg? Yeah, I think what you need to see from Hoiberg and, and where it's different from what Tim Miles did is is something that's sustained a little bit and you know i don't I, I i've said that i think a good kind of big 10 example of what you know nebraska could potentially be down the line um it is more of like what Rutgers has going right now with steve peichel i mean mm. i think they found a guy who you know had had a very clear identity of what he wanted his team to be i think it fits the big 10 
And, you know, I, I think that's kind of what Nebraska needs to do is, is you know, an emphasis on defense. Um, you know, you can, you can, you know, run your offense how you're going to run it, but I, I don't think it's going to be the up and down style that's going to work. But I, I think that kind of slow build is what Nebraska needs to do. I mean, the, the next step for Nebraska's program, in my opinion, is, is, you know, being solidly in that kind of middle pack of the Big Ten. I, and I think that's an area where if you can get to it, I mean, you're at least, you know, in the NCAA tournament conversation some years. And I think that was the problem with Tim's teams was you had some years where you're right there and you're on this kind of magic carpet ride and, and things are going great. And then the next year it was just kind of a, a big thud. And I think that's kind of what Trev wants to see is, is how do you kind of year after year hmm. forge that identity and, you know, kind of be in, in that mix every season um, rather than, you know, trying to fight your way out of the bottom four of, of the league every year. Bruncey, uh fair, foul, just the way it is, transitioning to baseball. San Diego series happens and people were like, man, it's all about Nebraska. They didn't do this, 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 and this. It's batters, walks, runners in scoring position. We didn't talk much about the fact that San Diego is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You get the brooms out in a series sweep against South Alabama, and it's like, yeah, they look good in some spots, but not a very good program. Like, where do you draw the line in baseball this early out where the opponent matters versus what we see out there from the team that we cheer for? Yeah, it's hard because, you Did know, you get that sense, or am I reading into in that? Year, it's kind of a tough sport to wrap your arms around. Um, especially for teams from the North. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And, you know, I, yeah, South Alabama is, is probably not as good of a team as what San Diego is, but you know, they still had left-handers pumping 90 to 92 uh, and, and were pretty tough on, um, you know, Nebraska hitters. Um, you know, I think what you can kind of look at is that whole series, I mean, Nebraska really was in control. I mean, they, they trailed for a half inning in three games. And, you know, the bullpen, when, when you have a three-game series, I, I think they have the type of bullpen depth where they can be pretty good um, if your starters can at least get you through five. And that, that's what, you know, Nebraska did for the most part um, against South Alabama. We're certainly going to, you know, see where they're at this weekend with, you know, Vanderbilt on Friday and Ole Miss on Sunday. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think what you also have to take into account is, you know, there was a lot of excitement on that team, I think, going to San Diego. And, you know, they really got their their, their noses rubbed in it um, for four days. And, you know, they bounced back pretty well. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they can kind of keep that rolling. But, um, you know, I think the offense has been consistently good for two weeks. That's a good sign, especially early on. They've, you know, fielded pretty well, um, all things considered. And, you know, if they can get the pitching piece of it figured out, um, you know, I think they've got a chance to be better than, you know, the fifth that they were picked or whatever it was in the Big Ten preseason. Uh, Caleb Clark was standing. I think there's enough there, and he's young enough to maybe – I'm going to set that to the side and see how he actually fits. The starting pitching, I think you kind of like. Shanneman looked like the Shanneman of old this this past stretch. If you're Nebraska and you're dialing in, are you – trying to further enhance what the back end is doing or what the front end is doing? Um, I mean, you got to figure out roles in that bullpen. I mean, that's, 
that's what makes a, a, an okay college baseball team a, a good one or a great one is being able to bring guys in in, in high pressure situations and get outs. I mean, that, that's, you know, the, the difference is in San Diego, you know, you had guys coming in with runners on base, um, you know, just tough spots to be in and, and they didn't handle it well. And, you know, I, I don't know right now that, you know, going to Minnesota, if Nebraska would say that they absolutely have a guy who's their closer. Um, you know, I, I think they're going to go with the guy that's best available, um, who, who can get outs for them. I, I think you're probably going to see Michael Garza, um, who, who threw six scoreless innings of relief last weekend. I think you'll see him out of the bullpen a lot earlier. And, you know, I, I think that's where you need to get things figured out a little bit. I mean, I, I think Emmett Olson and I think, I think Kaminsky are going to be okay. Uh, you got to figure out that Sunday spot. I mean, maybe, maybe that's Caleb Clark, maybe it's somebody else. But, um, you know, I, I think if you can get, if you can feel pretty confident about how you're going to get the ball from your starter uh, to the end of the game, I, I think that's that that's the mark of a really good baseball team. And, and you know, at Nebraska, we've seen in the past that when they have that figured out, that's when they've been pretty good. So um, I'm, I'm eager to see how they actually kind of play that out this weekend because with three teams on three days it's almost more of a regional feel you got to kind of win the game that's in front of you versus uh playing the chess match of you know who's going to be available on sunday yeah it's going to be a fantastic weekend a little bit of a early litmus test my football staff is leaving here shortly en route to minnesota for the glazer clinic they're leaving without me but that's okay. I can make it. I'm, I'm like the random stray dog. I will find my way. <laughs> Bruncey, you're the man. And I always appreciate the laughs, man. Easy going, really good at what you do. Hey, thanks, guys. It's uh, good chatting. You just got to – you're getting to Minnesota. You just got to go to Des Moines and turn left and you're there. 435, right? Is that my number? <laughs> yeah. Bruncey, you're the man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks. They're actually giving our uh, – staff a tour in the morning oh all right yeah i found a uh i found a picture of of me my brother and and brunts in stockton that I'm, I'm i'll put out on twitter wow did you guys run into the diaz brothers or <clears throat> no? we did not no it was Dude, you uh, know they're stockton's finest yeah so my brother would disagree he would say his wife is stockton's finest because that's where she grew up so that's why we were really? out there. yeah that's why we were out there okay it was okay. for his wedding okay we weren't just like hey you know it would be fun let's go to stockton he said to keep my car out of the ravine yes there were some that concerns is, and if you've been like there were some concerns Dude, Brunsey's a G. Like, Dude, Brunsey's great. He gets it, right? He looks like he could build, like, the next piece of equipment for NASA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can take him to Stockton. Yes. I don't know that it was the most comfortable he's ever been Yeah, being in Stockton, but to be fair, n- n- me either. Um, but, no, it was a fun hang. You had a good time. Not the tough hang. No, no. Brunts is not a tough hang. Brunts is easy going. So, uh, Chuck Liddell and John Jones, who's the Ooh. tougher hang? Are you serious? Can I can I pass on both? I see. I grew up an Iceman fan. I would take Liddell over Jones for sure. Just Even be- though they both had their issues. E- yeah, I grew up. I'm hoping old age has chilled out the Iceman a little bit. Yeah, I remember the first time. Obviously, I coached with Coach Lamanji now at Westside. We started at Burke together. Mm-hmm. The first UFC match we watched, we came over. Chuck Liddell. There you go. And, and Tito Ortiz. Okay. Yeah. All that's, right. That's how That's how far we go Going back. old real, school. Real quick, I know you want to ask me a question. We got an open segment, so stay tuned for the six-pack of questions. Okay. 
because they're not easy. I'm ready. Let's do it. But a- according to our folks that are listening, your versatility and range is bar none. So I'm going to stretch you a little let's bit. Let's do it. I'm ready to go. Uh, let's get to one of my faves, Kim. She's talking Jay's basketball. Kim, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Why are you so soft-spoken? <laughs> Did they kick you out of the I'm office? I'm at work. Oh. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom right now. Be quiet. <laughs> uh, what's, what's My what? two favorite guys together. Well, I appreciate well, that. Thank, thank you. you. What's going on? I love Robbie. Yeah. he's. Uh, some call him a tough hang. I do not. <laughs> hey, he's an honest hang. Hey, could you believe he <laughs> dropped that line last time? And he kind of just hey, sprinkled man. it in. He's like, Ah, eh, you know, kids, I don't know. It's just kind of a tough head. I didn't think that was a hot take. I think I thought everybody knew. <laughs> yeah, but it, you don't talk about it. You don't right. say it out loud. Right. Oh, I said the, I said the inside yeah, thought yeah, out loud. Like that's like Deion Sanders, right? Everybody <laughs> thinks it, but he said it out loud. Now he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, shoot. By the way, Robbie, on point Twitter last night, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Kim, thank do, you. You, do you realize I almost had to mute a friend for the first time ever a couple of weeks ago when he was mad at the officiating? Yeah, I know. I was mad. I was mad. Yeah. I, I, could, I, was, I was. It was like the guy that's kind of watched his son grow up, and I'm like, that's not how you were <laughs> that's raised. That's not how I raised you. <laughs> we're better than that, Robbie. We're better than that. Well, we, we are, but. I had a bad day. Sometimes you just got to let loose. Yeah. I, it's, it's all <laughs> oh, good. I, I also forgot to say, Ben. Yes. There's two things we forgot. Okay. I still love Mason Mellon. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the... We should have started <laughs> with love that. Love Mason. Love Mason. Yeah. That's where we start with. And happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. We have gone yeah, a long... my sister's birthday... Yeah. We've gone a long birthday. stretch of the remember. show without saying that publicly, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Thank <laughs> well, not anymore, man. <laughs> and social media is different. This is all about having to say things out loud. <laughs> we love Mason Miller. We love Mason Miller, and happy birthday, DB. I appreciate that. Nineteen minutes was that a, a? He he what? got he didn't score, but he played a ton. Were you were you feeling pretty good about Mason Miller last night? I was, but I was also babysitting, so I couldn't really watch a lot. Mm. Oh, babysitting. Are you babysitting like, the are, are you, I was going to say, are you know. the cool grandma or the crazy aunt? Like, <laughs> No. I, brand new grandson. Oh, that's cool. So. so how spoiled are you? I know. My first. Do we have teeth for meatballs yet or what? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> are, is he tasting the bologna <laughs> sauce? <laughs> Dude, he's he's six. He's not even six months yet. Well, you never know with you. Okay. I mean, you're like, hey. Well, he does I've, call me no now. I've so. been working on this bolognese for. This has been stewing for a day. What do you think? He's like, ooh, grams my gu- grams my gums, man. <laughs> well, we're deviating, and you forgot I'm at work, so you know. I know. See, that's the only reason I can say this without you going off on me. So I'll let you say. He's save taking it advantage of the situation here. It's Cam. okay. Control. He is taking advantage, but I will bring you guys some meatballs and some sauce soon. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of the day. Tell your. When Robbie's there, because I know he's a meat eater. Oh yeah, team. and Italian food. Oh gosh, yeah, yes. T- team carnivore. Thanks, Kim. Yeah. Have a good day. Have a good birthday. Appreciate it. <laughs>
She's cooler than a fan. Oh, yeah. Kim's you know, great. Kim's you know, great. I've been working with you for 10 years, right? Oh, yeah. And every time on your birthday, we have somebody call in, and it's usually your sister, and she yeah. says her name's like, I yeah, don't know, Jody Steph- or Stephanie so- or Lynn <laughs> or, you know, Carrie. She got to get through the, the tough well, call doesn't. She probably doesn't know the new number now. Yeah, and she's hopefully working because sometimes she has to work from home and she's back in St. Louis. Oh, okay. She's here. She may just be enjoying my mom's company. There you go. That's always nice. Yeah, she came to see her, her nephew play in the uh, district finals. She what a good, she's, she, a better, she's a better aunt than I am an uncle. She is a tremendous sports fan, and she's overly nice. So she's like talking during the game. Yeah, it's not my grind. <laughs> it's just not. You're like, can we just can we chill? We'll talk later. Yeah, I don't. We'll talk after. I had to stand if, just so I could get above the chatter. If my nieces and nephew get like end up being good at sports, maybe I'll like reengage. <laughs> You'll be bit. more than just the Christmas, yeah, late birthday, go to bed, Easter guy. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> buying, oh I'll, I'll be more than the buying their affection. <laughs> hey. Guy. M- must be more than the holiday. The helicopter uncle's here. <laughs> yeah, if one of those kids get good at sports, I'm going to be real involved. <laughs> oh, now you come around. Hey, you'll be a lot more like our people than you think. <laughs> come- <laughs> Sorry about that. Coming back, coffee and cream. Wow.